The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Hey, Rebel Rouser. I'm Alan Voivod, and this is Star Wars 7x7. I'm already laughing just thinking about the stuff that we're going to talk about today. It's episode number 1601, and oh gosh, so... Part two of the Star Wars holiday special. And, you know, I was just looking at a, an article that came up in my news feed about the Star Wars holiday special and suggesting that, you know, you don't want to watch it. There's absolutely no reason to watch it. Not even if you're going to be, you know, watching it hipster ironically or anything like that. Like, this, there is no justifiable reason why you could possibly want to watch the Star Wars holiday special. Honestly, it's hard to disagree with that assessment. And the second half hour of the holiday special does nothing to dissuade you of that opinion. You know, it started me wondering if really what ended up happening you know, there are articles about the you know, the making of the holiday special. Probably one of the best and most thorough ones is a Vanity Fair article that was done for the 30th anniversary of the holiday special. And it just the way that the Star Wars stories are intermixed with the variety show kind of skits, which are intermixed with some of the you know musical numbers and so on and so forth. And, you know, it just seems like they tried to come up with a frame for the you know musicals and uh, and you know the musical numbers and the um, acrobats and all these other things going on and they just wanted to get a Star Wars frame around these things. It really makes you wonder just how the control of the situation just got so out of hand. But this half hour is the half hour that not only features the performance by Jefferson Starship, which may in fact actually be the world's first music video. I mean, you know, MTV didn't come along until 1982, and here we are in 1978. And this Imperial is sitting down watching a music video on a little portable, you know, projector, basically. Uh, you know, that's probably what's really happening here. So I guess it's kind of innovative in its way. There are some very exciting moments that I literally do mean moments because there's exactly one minute of Han and Chewie in the cockpit of the Falcon and there is external spaceship footage that absolutely comes from the original Star Wars. And the dialogue, at least, that they've written for Han is pretty snappy. You know, like, why do I always think taking you home for life day is going to be easy? You know, he delivers it with absolute gusto. And you can say this for Harrison Ford, for as angry as reports have suggested that he was about even having anything to do with this thing, he definitely did not you know take it out on his performance like he invested and he gave the best possible performance of Han Solo that he possibly could have so you know kudos to Harrison Ford for doing the best he could in what turned out to be a bad situation there's also a scene with Leia and 3PO where Leia reaches out to Mala and tries to get in touch with Han and Chewie but finds out that they can't you know, they haven't arrived there yet. And there's yet another scene where Han and Chewie finally make it through the blockade. 
and are in the atmosphere of Kashyyyk. So, you know, that itself, oh gosh, I think that's about maybe three of the 25, 28 minutes or so of the second half of the show. And then the other 20 odd are taken up with um, more uh, shrewd. I can never pronounce the name of the Wookiee language, so I'm not even going to try. Let's just say the Wookiee language and be done with it. And then the Jefferson Starship video and Life Day presents being delivered by Art Carney to the uh, to the to the Wookiee family, and the most uncomfortable scene of all time, and that is the scene where Itchy sits down in the mind evaporator and watches the performance by Diane Carroll. Now, you know, as a kid, like I just I put myself in my you know my seven eight year old shoes, my eight year old shoes it would have been, and. There's nothing that I would have you know, recognized about this performance as being weird or unusual or anything like that. But I'm just going to give you 30 seconds of Diane Carroll's monologue in this thing. And you tell me what you think. All right, here we go. Oh, oh, we are excited, aren't we? Well, just relax. Just relax. Yeah. We can have a good time, can't we? Oh. Hmm. I'll tell you a secret. I find you adorable. I'll tell you a secret. I find you adorable. And yeah, that funny noise you're hearing and the fact that it's replaying, yes, Itchy is rewinding the spot where she calls him adorable and does it a couple more times than what I put in the recording of the episode here. It doesn't get any more comfortable from that point on. And there have been, you know, some very awful things expressed about what Itchy might be up to during this whole situation, which is, oh my gosh, in a public space in this house anyway. But as you know, they hear the Millennium Falcon arriving, they get very excited or they hear what they think is a starship flying over the house and all three of them get up and rush to the door and it turns out it's an Imperial patrol that is on the hunt for any evidence of rebellious activity, any alliance propaganda material, anything like that. And the second half hour ends with them continuing their search, having kicked Art Carney out of the house and Lumpy, to keep him out of the way, is going to sit down in front of basically a TV. And that's when things are really going to get exciting, which means that the next episode of the podcast is going to get really exciting, too, because we're going to talk about the famous Boba Fett cartoon on tomorrow's episode. But for now, we are going to call it an episode for today. And I just want to say thank you so much for bearing with even 30 seconds of that uncomfortable Diane Carroll business. And I mean, it's a beautiful performance. I mean, you know, her singing when she gets to that part is fantastic and it's lovely and all that. And still, why? Why is it even there? But 
<laughs> anyway, so thank you so much for joining me for this episode. I hope you'll subscribe for our next episode and our next and so on and so on. We won't be talking about the holiday special forever. I promise you we'll get back to some more normal stuff <laughs> very soon. For now, though, um, you know, subscribe. Please support this Daily Dose of Star Wars Joy at patreon.com slash SW7X7. And, of course, may the Force be with you wherever in the world you may be. This podcast is not endorsed or sponsored yet by Lucasfilm Limited, Disney, or 20th Century Fox and is intended for entertainment and information purposes only. Star Wars, the Star Wars logo, all names and pictures of Star Wars characters, vehicles, and any other Star Wars-related items are registered trademarks and or copyrights of Lucasfilm Limited or their respective trademark and copyright holders. May the Force be with them. All original content is copyright 2018, Star Wars 7x7. We hope you love it. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.